0: All bad things. Tragedies,
1: disasters. Bad things.
0: Trigger warning for everything possible. What? (laughs) I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And. is all bad things.
1: Welcome everybody. Welcome.
0: Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch email us, at all bad things pod. Emails all bad at gmail Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord.
1: Do all of those things.
0: Bam. Yes. <laughs> Just like that. Yes. <laughs>
1: Do it all at once.
0: Simultaneously, and it's, prob-
1: it's probably technically capable. <laughs> Somebody out there can figure it out.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure I already made a reference to Wolf from The Office, so I won't do that again. <laughs> Second time. <laughs> what did we do today?
1: We uh, met our first fan ever.
0: Met our first listener. I don't yes. think. I think fan well, is going a bit far. Well, I I
1: consider it. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and the the funniest thing that I learned today is my God, like how close you can be to somebody without even knowing it. Uh, we went through the 2003 blackout, which, mm-hmm. if you lived in the Northeast in 2003, you remember.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you didn't, you don't, because it didn't affect <laughs> you, you at there. all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it turns out we were literally living like five blocks from each other.
0: You want to say who we is?
1: Uh, well, Glenna. Glenna, yes. our listener Glenna. We yes. didn't
0: say her name yet. That's, oh, I, I thought I had. I'm sorry. That's okay. But yeah. no, it was
1: it was exciting. It was fun. We had a good time. It
0: was. It was. We went to uh, Lone Rider. For the first time. Yeah. As well.
1: It was our first time being there as well. Yeah.
0: Um, near the airport. <laughs> and yeah, got to got to meet Glenna because we'll never be popular enough to have like a meetup. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll just all we'll just have to either you guys are gonna have to travel to us one at a time or we're gonna have to travel to you one at a time. <laughs> it's gonna be the former. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well when, whenever we go places from now on hey, we should say.
1: If you if know. I if I uh when when uh, well oh, yes, that's if there's true.
0: Anyone in Kansas City, I'll, I'll right? In, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true.
1: Uh, any Kansas City listeners out there? I'll be there in two weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you
1: go. If you want to meet up. <laughs> um, and then my 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 friend that I am going with will be like, mm-hmm. "Who are these random people you're meeting up with?" <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: in uh, less fun news, yet another giant hurricane has caused a yeah. bit of havoc.
1: Yeah, I haven't really uh I haven't really heard like uh you know body numbers yet, you know what I mean?
0: Well, it's going to take a while for them to actually yeah, figure it but out. But it
1: doesn't look good.
0: And you know, it's notable that this is not the first even of this season that has been devastating oh, uh there Puerto was a, Rico. Well, well, so not even the first storm that has oh, been. Sure. So, yes, that's it is true that if a hurricane has hit Florida, it means it's gone through the Caribbean first. So there is that. But also there was the hurricane a couple weeks ago that got all the way up to Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. And there was a typhoon in Alaska. So. I mean, we're not going to see fewer of these storms. No. You know, it's just going to get worse and worse. That's exactly what climate change does. And we'll continue to do so. Cheery. <laughs>
1: so, so spend your money. This is going to be the last couple of years. Everybody go out and have well. a ball. I'm kidding. <laughs> that would go way against your advice.
0: Well, it, I mean, it might get to that point, but I don't think we're quite there yet. No, no.
1: <laughs> Not yet. Like, give it another five years, <laughs> ten.
0: Something like that. So yes, hopefully everybody listening is okay. And yes, yeah. we,
1: yes, very much we hope
0: so. We need to check in with our coastal listeners. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, we got the tail, tail, tail end of it. It barely we did get, anything. We here. got a
1: we got a windy rainstorm. Yeah, that's, that's all we got.
0: A lot of uh, leaves in the yard. Yeah. and That's about it. Yeah. We didn't even lose power. A, a bunch of people nope. in North Carolina did lose power, mm-hmm. but we did not. So it was pretty not a big deal for us. So that's kind of the thing about the area we live in is usually tropical storms and hurricanes have been pretty battered by the time they get to us.
1: Yeah, I'm there have been there's been at least two times where we did lose power. One of them for yes. like a for yeah. like a whole day.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: But it has not happened I,
0: that was years ago. Yes, it's
1: not it's not like it's something that happens very
0: often. No, it, it's not. Like if you
1: live on the coast, that probably happens a couple times a year.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it can it can can happen any time yeah. too, right? It'd yeah. be the big one and all that. So, yeah, yeah, we're
1: far enough inland where we'll just get
0: yeah. At rain worst, and wind. At, uh-huh.
1: at worst, we'll get maybe a power outage for a couple of hours.
0: Well, and potentially the 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 major thing is. That could be bad as tornadoes can be. Yes, can come off of hurricanes. That can happen anywhere, Mm -hmm. but where the hurricane is. But yeah. So, oh, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. (laughs) All right. Well, I did not research.
1: (laughs) And and our listeners know I certainly did not.
0: I've got a couple good topics coming up. I just need to do them, but I did have a an exam this weekend, so I did not end up.
1: <laughs> she has an exam this
0: weekend. <laughs> what was that for? That's Go from over. uh no,
1: it's from uh oh my god, it's from Super Bad. Like when oh uh,
0: man, I haven't seen that. I only saw that that one time with you.
1: Well, when uh, McLovin gets uh, punched out, like because somebody's holding up the liquor store, he's just about to buy beer, and he's
0: okay. And
1: but whatever. But the the <laughs> cashier keeps saying, "I have an exam this oh, weekend." Oh, okay. <laughs> and she she's trying to give like a testimony of like who robbed her, and she just leaves, and, oh. and they're like, they're like, "I think she has an exam this weekend." <laughs> it's the cops being dicks. Oh, it's, uh, okay. It's Seth okay. Rogan yes. And, uh, yes. Uh, Bill Bill Hader? Hader. Yes.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, now that we've got that clear. Yes. Up. <laughs> yes, we do. Since uh, since we sometimes don't do our research, we are just very lucky. We and are super fortunate. you all do. Yes. <laughs> and we still have a nice little cache of scripts that we will continue to draw from. Yes, we will. Anytime required.
1: And you can replenish it anytime Any you desire.
0: Anytime. We just can't guarantee when. Yes. <laughs> it might be a couple of years, but yes. we will get to it. If
1: you're a new listener, that might, that might be news to you. If <laughs> yes. you're not a new listener, that you is not news. not news to you.
0: <laughs> yes. So, um, we are... We are Pulling from the well of the old faithful, which is to say,
1: are always faithful. Yes,
0: Stephen. Oh, yes. <laughs> we got another Stephen script. There we go. Are always are good old reliable, as yes. it were. So not, I'm not calling you old, Stephen. Um, good old. Good old. Yeah, there, there you go. Good old college try. Okay. So this is the story. Of the Nipro chemical plant explosion. I don't like it. Mm. Source. And,
1: and that was another episode of all bad things. <laughs> I'll just say the name of it, and,
0: and that, like, that was a bad thing. You Goodbye. J-
1: you draw your own conclusions because at this t- at this point, you're probably right. You're, that would have been the enough.
0: smartest idea <laughs> for a podcast called All Bad Things is to just go on name a bad thing and sign have off. Have everybody have everybody
1: like <laughs> interpret it, like send in their interpretations of what happened next. Mhm. They're probably mostly correct.
0: <laughs> so Stephen's primary sources were YouTube, plainly difficult, the Raven Eye channel, Wikipedia, the Health and Safety Executive UK website, the Failure Knowledge database that just has an interesting name. Britain in the 70s our unfinest hour. <laughs> <laughs> and the report from the Court of Inquiry, <laughs> our unfinest hour. Yeah. There you go. You
1: could say that for America in the All 70s, right. too.
0: You could say that for America now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Flicksborough, or Borough Flicksborough, is a village in North Lincolnshire, England. The population of the civil parish, which is the smallest form of the local government, at the 2011 census was 1,664. So, this is a tiny little town. It is an old town and has signs of being settled since even before Anglo-Saxons. The local cemetery has graves uh, thought to go back as far as 1,100 A.D. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's basically about. A, just put a cap on it. Thousand years. We'll just, yeah. we'll just yeah, yeah. Blow it up a little bit. <laughs> but uh, that's crazy.
0: It's old. I mean, well, especially here in the U.S. That's week. like
1: like we're talking like Game of Thrones times.
0: Was Game of Thrones? I mean, I know I clearly I, I was fictional. Joking. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Yes. But what time period was Game of Thrones like I'm, supposed to sort of mimic?
1: I'm like guessing medieval.
0: A, Well,
1: I'm guessing a blend of several time periods, because there was some technology, a lot of medieval stuff, fantasy, you know, being the dragons, but also sci-fi being. There's like
0: supernaturally stuff, right?
1: Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Because
0: it seemed Arthurian or something, it was sort of something. Trying to be? Yeah, you
1: know. I, don't, I don't know. There was
0: no, like, computer sci-fi type stuff. No, there, I don't. Was there?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe I'm... Yeah, anyway.
0: <laughs> I know dragons aren't real, but... <laughs> <laughs> They're not.
1: I was getting my fantasy and sci-fi mixed up like this. <laughs> In
0: 1971, the population of the town of Flicksboro was just 394. It is just three miles northwest of Scunthorpe and was mainly a town to service the local farming community. Nypro UK, that just sounds like a chemical plant, NYPRO. NYPRO NYPRO. Uh, owned a chemical plant near the village that produced fertilizer, which we know is volatile.
1: <laughs> Big time. <laughs>
0: from the byproducts left over from a nearby steelworks.
1: Even in the atmosphere it's volatile.
0: Yeah, uh-huh.
1: We've we've learned that before. Yep,
0: yeah. yep. Yeah. While Nipro uh, ran the day-to-day operation, the factory was built as a joint venture between the British National Coal Board and Dutch state mines. The area around the factory was mainly used for farming. In 1967, the production of fertilizer was stopped and the plant started to produce caprolactam, a chemical used to produce nylon. I guess that's the Nipro part, like nylon. nylon. Sure. Uh, Nylon
1: pro, Nipro. Yeah.
0: Uh, Caprolactam was first described in the 1800s, and there are various methods of production. It is usually used for making nylon, fiber, and plastics. I'm not going to give its chemi- chemical formula, thank you, because I couldn't read it, as it is quite long and has no relevance to the accident. Thank you, Stephen. Well, well thought. We'll just
1: leave it where it is. Yes.
0: It is a mild irritant and mildly toxic. Caprolactam was on the U.S. Clean Air Act's list of hazardous pollutants mm. in 1990, but the manufacturers complained to the government, what we like to call lobbying, uh, so they had it complain, removed. <laughs> complain
1: meaning gave them millions of dollars.
0: In other words, lobbied. Yeah. <laughs> but the manufacturers, all right, so they complained, so they had it removed from the list in 1996, so it magically became safe with the stroke of a pen. I love that. How it's just like... Magic. Well, it's kind of like COVID. We just decided it was over. It's so, uh, <laughs> over. Fun how that can happen. Pip, pip, pip cheerio. <laughs> Except this is the U.S. that we're talking well, about. Well, I know, but it,
1: it's <laughs> just more fun if you do it in a British accent.
0: That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Nylon was developed in the 30s by E.I. DuPont de Nemours know, and DuPonts Company in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do know that, like, um, it was... It was kind of a big uh, leap forward in uh, women's garments because women used to have to wear silk stockings oh, back in the day. Yeah. And then they found nylons mm. and or they, you know, make sure making nylons. Yeah, because you don't much need the garter durable. and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> the company was looking for an alternative for silk and hemp. There you go. The use of nylon took off fast. By 1945, synthetic fibers were used in 35% of all textile applications in America. It's not hard to see why nylon was seen as such a big deal. Its raw components are basically just coal and water. That's interesting. Nylon fibers are used in clothing, carpets, and many other things. It is twice as durable as cotton. And nylon can be recycled, but is not biodegradable. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't sure, think so. No. Well, because... I wonder if it's kind of like a... Because plastic it's is a petroleum product, right?
1: And and it's a compound, you know, just like it sounds like kind of like nylon would be.
0: Well, because um, if I'm... Cause, uh, it's if, it, if this is being made from coal, essentially, mm. that kind of sounds like a petroleum type. Yeah. Mm. thing. I don't know. This is what happens when an accountant tries to speculate well, about I mean, science. But
1: it's honestly, it's probably why it's also not biodegradable.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, plastic so, isn't either. So, right, yep. correct.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. The 1970s were a difficult period for workers and <laughs> factory owners in the UK. <laughs> Worldwide. I mean. Yes, but we're we're specifically. Mm. Discussing, but no, but, but it is—it yes. is,
1: it is kind of funny how this seemed to have been going on all over the world, not just here. well, because
0: technology was changing, yeah, and and things, yeah, changing all over the world. Um, Inflation was outstripping wages. Yeah, the '70s were a period of very high inflation, kind of like now. A downturn in the economy, huh? Also sounds familiar. Huh? Started a huge battle between the trade unions and the government and employers. <laughs> That's this is all sounding very familiar.
1: But this is the kind of repeat history I I like. You know, unions are starting to make a comeback.
0: It's it's the right uh, side of things. Yeah, kind of. Um, For a while, workers were put on a three-day week, and the government started to try and bust the strength of the labor unions. Edward Heath, the Prime Minister's Industrial Relations Act, was introduced in 1971. Wait. Is Edward Heath the name of... Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I read that sentence so poorly. So,
1: <laughs> okay, Edward backtrack. Heath
0: okay. was the prime minister. Okay. I, I was reading... Okay, so the sentence is, Edward Heath, the prime minister's Industrial Relations Act, was introduced in 1971. I was reading it as Edward Heath, the Prime Minister's Industrial Relations oh, Act. Oh, I, I see what like, you mean. Yeah, Why would they to name that. an act Edward?
1: <laughs> and I'll, we just start. Like, yeah, given his like, full name. Like, <laughs> we're just going to
0: start... We're just going to start like full-on naming as though they're children. Our, our acts, our our bills, our legislation moving forward. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> so the Industrial might, Relations might Act... Might not be the worst idea. <laughs> right was introduced in 1971, and the unions fought back with strikes and industrial action. Britain had agreed to enter the EU. Oh, this was around that time. And no one was entirely sure how that would affect workers or factory owners. Mm -hmm. It would not come into effect until 1973, but people don't like change, and entering the EU was a big cause of concern for the country. Well, now it's been undone, right? has. In 1970, which I, I I feel like I cannot even have an opinion on because I don't understand 99% of it. I have no idea. <laughs> was which, Brexit. Is, which, is, which
1: is why you've really never heard us talk about yes, it.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not because we don't care, it's because we, we don't do not, understand. I do not know
1: British politics <laughs> at all.
0: There's apparently a prime minister, and one was named Edward Heath. Yes. I'll oh, remember like that.
1: that. And they have a new prime minister that just started
0: a lady, right? Yeah.
1: I can't remember her name. <laughs> Same. Uh, <that's laughs>
0: well, interestingly, they had a male prime minister, and now they have a female prime minister. Yeah, it's they not the first had female. a a yeah. female monarch. Now they have a male yeah, that's monarch. True. So switch.
1: This is their at least their second female prime minister. Well, because they, Maggie Thatcher. Yeah.
0: Plus the the lady Do the lady Theresa May.
1: Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. So this is at least their third. Okay.
0: At least, yeah. We can't even get a lady president. <laughs> <sighs> in 1972, the process used to produce caprolactam in the Flixbro plant was changed to a new method. Liquid, oh boy, cyclohexanone was yeah, heated to, go. thank you, was heated to 155 degrees Celsius or 311 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's probably yeah, fucking hot. A catalyst, which is a chemical that increases the rate of the chemical reaction, Thank you. That was a great mm-hmm. explanation. Was added, and the tanks were pressur- pressurized by compressed air. That's
1: essentially. I kind of did that. I was going to say this for, might sound familiar uh, yeah. to you.
0: Each reactor was essentially just a large tank made of mild steel, lined inside with stainless steel. Yeah,
1: but I was using way better equipment. I'm guessing than, than well, than much these more people. modern equipment, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would not want to work on this kind of shit like back then. No.
0: 50 years ago, now. <laughs> no. no,
1: thanks.
0: Um, there was an agitator in each container nope. to help the reaction. Nope. The best way to describe the tank layout is to imagine a set of six stairs with the next reactor being fed from the tank above it. The drop between each reactor was only 35 centimeters, or 13 inches, just enough for gravity to do its work. Oh, okay. Each steel tank could hold 20 tons of fluid and was fed in by a pipe at the top of the tank through a 28-inch or 71-centimeter-wide pipe. The overflow from the tank above was fed into the tank below. The joining pipes were short and straight. Take note of this, because it becomes important later on in the accidents.
1: Yeah, I have an actual, like, it, Do you have a visual of this? Of what I experienced? Yeah, sure. Pipes all over the place. I mean, you can, yeah, I can I mean, imagine. Mm-hmm. If you had taken all those pipes apart, I'm sure it would have wrapped around Earth a couple of times. Right. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and I'm talking about we worked on like a, I think that lot we worked on was like 15 acres. Like hmm. it was pretty big, but there are there are much bigger plants. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But when you work in purification, like that's the first thing you know. There's pipes going all over the place in every direction, and, and you have to get to know, like, the layout of them. Yeah. Which, that's fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> Especially when you're sending things from tank to tank, yeah. which is what you're mm-hmm. doing most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: During a full cycle through the plant... Sorry, during a full cycle through the plant, only 6% of the finished product was produced after running through all the tanks, and at the end of the cycle, impurities were removed. That's purification, right? Yep. Um, And the unprocessed cyclohexanon was pumped back into the first reactor, and the whole process was repeated. Yeah, this
1: is a... This This sounds like purification. It's a mix of uh, upstream and downstream, because anyway. Okay. Yeah.
0: Is that, is that because it's, it's coming down su- and then it gets pumped back up? Okay. Yeah, basically. Or what
1: the end product is, which uh-huh. it sounds like it's going to be this, um, the, <laughs> the, the thing, the stuff. Uh,
0: cap- Caprolactam.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, a, a little bit, but, but yeah, I, have a familiarity with this whole procedure.
0: It's, it's it's funny because obviously you have at least some frame of reference, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't this exact thing. The number of times you've told me in the past when you worked at that job where where you were doing this type of thing, the number of times you would like describe what you were doing, like I'm sure whatever my mental visual <laughs> is of that place, it's nothing like that. Probably I'll bet not. you no. absolutely nothing like that.
1: Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do have some pictures though. Really? Well, because I was. I mean, a lot of time. I mean, I worked midnights for a long yeah, time. Yeah. So. Well,
0: I. I. You need to show me so yeah. I can at I, least see there, how close I, saw, I am.
1: Every night I saw deer. Like, oh well,
0: no. I've seen the outside. I mean, the actual like yeah, equipment. Oh okay. No,
1: the equipment I don't have.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like. Kinda like <laughs> Are you allowed to take pictures? Stuff? Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I I've seen the and I saw the plant, right? Because I've dropped you off at Mm -hmm. that place, and um, but no, I mean like the when you describe the reactors, and you're like they're like this big, and I'm just like uh, (laughs) trying to get a mental picture. It's hard.
1: I mean, they are. Yeah, but the, the the fun of manufacturing. Yes, but it is. I mean, it's. I can get a grasp of what's happening Mm -hmm. and how dangerous this job can be. Oh, I'm sure. I mean... I'm
0: sure. It sounds like this is... Well, actually, I don't know. This is an explosion. It could be due to human issues or chemical issues or some combo. Well, We'll I know we had...
1: I'm not going to say exactly what we had. We had a certain machine Mm -hmm. that filtered out... That you had to run, you had to check on, like, pretty much once an hour. What it mm-hmm. did was it filtered out, like, the stuff in the air to prevent, um, because you can have, like, particles in the air just, yes,
0: ex- uh huh, have
1: a yes. reaction, yes. So there are machines that, you know, that like, I would are work sucking on, out, and you have to make sure the filters are good and, like, all yeah. that, because, like, could be a fucking chain reaction in the air and that wouldn't be good,
0: um. When you once worked at a place before you worked in this particular department, didn't somebody mm-hmm. die yeah, somebody, or get really no, no, hurt? they didn't
1: die. They got burned really bad.
0: Was it due to something like that? No, it
1: was a steam burn. Oh, that was, oh
0: that's right, yeah. steam. It's it's a, not not the safest environment it's, in the world just by nature, right? Well,
1: manufacturing jobs are yeah. can be dangerous.
0: Yeah, uh huh. So. Yeah, they can. All these damn unions wanting safety. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, there were, I mean, I would not, I mean, again, I can only imagine how fucking dangerous they were even 50 years ago. Yeah. Much less like 100 years ago. Oh my god. 100 years mean, ago
0: they had children operating the equipment. Yes. So. And, he, and people <laughs>
1: fucking drunk as shit. Yes. Like operating. Uh-huh. I mean.
0: Uh-huh.
1: uh I, I would only want to work in manufacturing today. Right. And it could <laughs> still get better. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like there at least is like a safety culture because most companies know like if there isn't, yeah, it's gonna cost them a lot of money. So yeah,
0: unfortunately, it's literally for that reason, not because they just right. don't want to hurt people. A <laughs> hundred years ago,
1: a hundred years ago, people didn't have unions to fight for mm-hmm. better ways. They were just like that. starting to They're get them just getting mm-hmm. going.
0: So because compressed air was used to pressurize the tanks, an automatic pressure relief valve was fitted to vent the system if the pressure got too high. Compressed air could not be used until production was underway, so nitrogen was used during startup. Nitrogen was used before production started because it is inert. The pressure relief valves only worked automatically when the compressed air was being introduced. The pressure could only be vented manually at startup while nitrogen was replacing air. So cyclohexanone can cause skin and eye irritation. I wonder if this they they had those eye wash stations back then back in this time.
1: They probably did. Yeah, was, this, is, this is the, this is 70s. the 70s. It's not like the it's labor a, movement has happened yeah, and yeah. become a real thing. Now it's now it's about to get disassembled.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, did you have? Or do you Every, have... Everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. The eye wash stations. Yep. And what about the showers? The um, emergency where, showers? Where I, I work
1: now, no, but yeah. I've worked at places before yeah. where mm-hmm. they do have them. But an eye wash station is generally, like, because whenever you get exposed, like, that's Yes,
0: the chemicals, yeah. Because yeah. it can cause eye yep. irritation. Oh, exactly. it, yeah.
1: you, you can go blind. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so. depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. It is also harmful if inhaled or ingested. Well, I don't think so. It can cause liver and kidney damage. It is highly flammable and it boils at just under 81 degrees Celsius. Jesus Christ, that's fucking I, hot. I couldn't, well, no, it's not that hot. 81 degrees Celsius. Celsius
1: is very hot.
0: But it's, it's, uh, it, it boils. What is the boiling point of water in Celsius?
1: that I don't know but 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 I can tell you working where I worked before Oh no no
0: no I mean I'm not I wouldn't want to touch something that's 81 no, degrees I, Celsius I've, but
1: I've filled up many of tanks at 70 degrees Celsius it's hot as shit it's really hot
0: But do you think 81 degrees is a higher boiling point than water or a probably lower?
1: Celsius probably yes yeah
0: Okay All right <laughs> I don't know. I just—I'm just I looking... stymied by the Celsius part.
1: Here's what I am telling you: this is definitely true. Mm-hmm. Eighty-one degrees Celsius is fucking hot. Oh,
0: I get it, because like thirty-five <laughs> is hot. If it's yes. thirty-five out, if it's know. forty
1: degrees Celsius, which oh, it yeah, got it's to like in Europe,
0: ninety plus—that yeah. is
1: like heat wave, like midwestern mm-hmm. USA type of shit that they—they mm-hmm. they did not know how to deal with.
0: Well, they don't have the infrastructure to deal with. Mm-mm. They're gonna have to get it because again, climate change. All right, I couldn't find out the exact reason compressed air was used, but I suspect that the reason was used to stop the cyclohexanon. I don't know why. I've said it like six times, and it was harder for no me idea. to pronounce that time. From boiling at high temperature.
1: I would only know it if it was in the SOPA. <laughs> right. And I don't have
0: that one. <laughs> this is the same reason your car's cooling system doesn't boil until you release the pressure from the radiator cap
1: didn't know that either. I didn't know that's
0: <laughs> what happened, but okay, we're learning so much today. <laughs> the plant was capable of producing 70 tons per year of caprolactam, but due to government controls on the price of the product, the plant was only running at half its capacity. Constant leaks in the plant were also having a negative effect on production. Not to mention um, uh, yeah, a lot of safety.
1: Safety and, uh, mm. yeah, they must have had different rules as far as... What well, whatever the UK's version of of the FDA would be, I don't know what if oh, they like even the, have one. Well, they must. or
0: this wouldn't have fallen under FDA rules, though. This isn't pharmaceutical production, this is um, tech not textile, but you know, like chemical. That's this true. is not for ingestion, that is true. Yeah, you're, you're so uh, OSHA health and it's safety, something. that sort of whatever thing. their
1: version of that was,
0: yeah. Um, The three-day week, oh yeah, because they were only running three days' week, didn't help, and NYPRO was struggling to make money at the time of the accident. The factory was only ever marginally profitable. In 1974, during a routine inspection, a leak was found in reactor number five. What was the reactor number in Chernobyl? Don't remember. Uh neither do I, but it just sounds so Chernobyl. <laughs> but it, but it was it was a reactor. It was that, a reactor, yes, yeah. A
1: single reactor mm-hmm. that
0: mm-hmm. Um, melted down. Yep. Yep. Corrosion in the mild steel had caused a crack six feet long. Or oh, one thousand eight hundred thirty millimeters. Jesus Christ. Um the tank was removed and a temporary bypass pipe was fitted to link reactor four directly to tank six, bypassing the damaged <laughs> reactor completely.
1: Here's where like Working on this again, mm-hmm. this type of stuff. Right. Yeah. The amount of pressure that it would take to make a crack. Mm-hmm. Like it's just.
0: Because this isn't like plastic.
1: <laughs> no. This is like
0: thick, thick concrete,
1: thick cement, steel. or the, I don't know what they're using it at said, this time. I
0: think this was steel. I think yeah. that's what. All of the
1: all, all of the things. All of the yeah, really, it is steel. Yes
0: corrosion in the mild steel yeah Yeah, so this is steel like so
1: to make a crack that big in it like Mm -hmm. like i'm not sure people realize like the amount of force and pressure that it would take to do that plus so
0: plus either it went from no crack at all to a giant crack which is a problem right or it started small and kept but they didn't notice it until this point that's it it could be both of that's a problem yeah
1: but like every uh like uh once every six months we would do what was called like a shutdown where we would mm-hmm. shut down production because all the stuff needed to be checked for things like that. Mm-hmm. And then we'd restart production again. So
0: it was a safety measure to, yeah, just
1: to make, well, just to make sure all the equipment, I mean, we, we worked with some old ass equipment yeah. too, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, for the most part, you know, just to make sure like everything was safe.
0: Well, and it wasn't just pressure corrosion that in the well, mild steel caused it. Yeah. So, Um,
1: A combination of a bunch of things you don't want in a production facility. Yes.
0: So they linked tank four to tank five, tank six, removed tank six for repairs. So taken away for repairs. This way the plant could continue running while the crack was worked on. The plant had been plagued by leaks and workers had little reason to believe that this one was much different than all the others here. At the time the cause of the crack was unknown and the other tanks were not checked for similar problems as this would have involved removing the lagging oh. around the tanks for a proper inspection. Just going to say. Yep. Cuz so all the They're supporting already, structures yep. There are
1: like, and they were already in use too probably. Uh, sounds like. Mm-hmm. So.
0: The decision was made to remove the damaged tank and to run a longer pipe connecting reactor 4 to reactor 6. Rather than using the 28-inch or 71-centimeter bore pipe, they used a smaller 20-inch or 50.8-centimeter pipe. The smaller line was used because it was on the site already, and they would have had to buy in the larger bore material. So they're like, you know, we already got some of this stuff hanging around. Let's just use this and not order (laughs) the bigger pipes. Everyone was in a hurry to get back into production, and waiting for a pipe of the right diameter would take extra time, and more importantly, extra money, money, money. Because for, uh, because, oh my goodness, because the step down, there we go. I don't know why I could not figure out which line was next. Because the step down between the two tanks was larger, the temporary pipe was fitted with flexible bellows at either end of the pipe as well as two bends. It was also much longer than the other feeder pipes. No account was taken for the fact that the new pipe had significantly different heights between its inlet and outlet, or that it was significantly longer than the pipe it replaced. And the welds in the pipe were not inspected by a qualified engineer. Okay, this all—it's
1: yeah, just, this is not well. Good. I mean, again, we're seeing you know basic inspection things that should have been caught at one point or another if you have like a good inspection routine, which uh, some plans do, some plans don't.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: and it depends on where on earth your plant is. Like if you're yeah. in, India, and if you're in India, you probably have no inspection routine.
0: Well, I'd like to think that they have yeah. some version of <laughs> they safety, <have> a version. <laughs> but uh, I am unfamiliar with the health and safety regulations in yeah, India, so. But yeah. Yeah, that's uh, well almost. So it's
1: it's compounding fa- yes factors yes. Uh-huh. Ag- again.
0: Almost always, right? There's a multitude of factors. While almost all of the plant managers had qualifications in chemical engineering, there was no senior manager with experience in mechanical engineering. The previous senior manager with the qualifications to perform his duties had resigned earlier, and the company was still in the process of finding a replacement. Extra forces, or hydraulic thrust, occur when you reduce the diameter of a pipe when it carries a liquid under pressure. Okay, so they were were increasing the pressure here. Bends in a pipeline also cause an increase in force. So at this point, they're really just pushing it. Like, But it sounds like nobody knows the difference because nobody's the mechanical engineer here. You'd hope that a chemical engineer would know that this stuff gets affected that, by the mechanics. And that's why, like, if
1: I mean, occasionally you can drive by a plant or see one fairly close. There's a mm-hmm. reason why the pipes are so long.
0: Yeah, it's, uh-huh. It's because
1: it needs to filter out uh-huh. through a long... Uh-huh. You know, because of it, you know, it sounds like it sounds like I know what's about to happen here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, too, too much pressure. What happens after that?
0: <laughs> 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 yes, that's correct. That's why this is called the Nipro. <laughs> ex- ex- yes, not the yes. explosion. It's the. <laughs> <laughs> no account of the hydraulic thrust was taken in because no one had the qualifications to know that it might be important in the 1970s mechanical might might be it might be mechanical engineering theory with pipes was not part of a chemical engineering degree which seems like that really seems odd because Mm -hmm.
1: they were building factories like this like a hundred years earlier like you would think i mean they really were
0: i mean at the very least like it it you need to think of the practical side of this part of it so yeah that's
1: that's actually pretty surprising
0: yeah, well, back back then, it so Stephen said in the nineteen seventies, which hopefully would mean that since then that's been fixed. But I
1: I hope so. But but even so, like up to that point, like these like, these yes, kind of structures were new not technology. new. No, mm-hmm. so
0: because this was only meant to be a temporary fix, the design for the pipe consisted of a chalk drawing on the floor, so they didn't even like draw a schematic of this. They're just like, okay, <laughs> like, hey, how about like- we do. <laughs>
1: Don't under, like, I don't they went understand, outside and drew it understand. in the
0: dirt with a stick.
1: But I don't understand, like all the other. Do I mean, holy Christ? Again, like I'm getting the images, like mm-hmm. how to fit all that shit together. Like that mm-hmm. has to be planned out over who knows. I'm I'm just glad well, I don't. Apparently, have to do like that. one day Probably in the chalk it,
0: drawing like,
1: in the dirt, like like you're playing like a uh, pickup football with right, your buddies right, in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. and be like, here's the play. Right, like, <laughs> the X's and O's. And <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, we're going to fit a pipe that's going to connect to all these other... And here's how we're going to do it. Draw it on the of, ground.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: It's a pretty confident crew, then.
0: Well, no single person was in charge of the construction. The whole repair was performed by a committee. None of that... Because then no one person is responsible, so nobody's responsible.
1: Well, I kind of get that, but you want you want to have some sort well, of... Well, that's over- the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. No, but you want to have somebody that also knows what they're doing in there and
0: the repairs were signed off by the person acting as the chief mechanical engineer, but he did not hold the qualifications or have the experience to know if the modifications were safe. So he's pretty useless.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
0: The staff at the plant were thinking the fix as if it was just a plumbing fix rather than an engineering problem. That's true, because you could be like, well, just put the pipes together and it'll work. And it's like, yes, but we're not just talking water. or so, We're talking pressurized chemicals.
1: Talking <laughs> all sorts of things.
0: Yes. Nobody thought that the fact that repairs in the piping had to be made with spark-proof tools might mean this was a bit more important than just fixing a leaking water pipe. Yes. <laughs> to make matters worse, the bellows seals used at either end were not rated to handle the pressure they were being subjected to. No uh, uh, no one was designated to check the specifications of the bellows, even though the supplier had them available, so no one contacted the manufacturer. The manufacturers of the bellows published a fact sheet that stated that two sets of bellows shouldn't be used on the same pipe, but no one bothered to check the guidelines. One of the problems with using bellows in a pipe is that they can flex or vibrate, causing metal fatigue. The dog legs in the pipe added another weak point. Oh, that's true. The workers checked that the pipe was rated to take the pressure, but proper calculations were never made as none of the workers realized that the bends in the pipe reduced the strength of the pipe. They ran a quick pressure test and everything appeared to be fine. (laughs) Let's just do this. Just, just quick a quick yeah, Just a quick one.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: It's just safety. Why do we need to, to be thorough good. about this?
1: <laughs> and I'm sure it wasn't fine. It was <laughs> no, just no, no. In no. their minds, they're just Spoiler
0: like. Spoiler alert, it wasn't fine. In their minds,
1: they're like, this'll do.
0: <laughs> That'll do. Uh, while the pipe was tested under pressure, that force used was lower than the pressure needed to operate the safety valve.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs>
0: it's, I mean, it's, test- it's, not, it's not looking good. The tests were not done to the standard that was required by law at the time. so course, that's what I'm even, saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. After each shutdown, the workers had to fill the whole system with water and then pressurize it with nitrogen. That's what he had said before. That's the startup system. Mm-hmm. They then checked for leaks before the plant could be put back into production. The pressure and temperature both had to be adjusted manually before air could replace the nitrogen. The Court of Inquiry noted that some workers were in the habit of letting the pressure build up higher than what was recommended before they replaced the nitrogen with compressed air and turned on the automatic pressure valve. (laughs) Because the pipe was long and heavy, temporary scaffolding was put up to support the weight. But workers had noticed that the repair often flexed. That's not good. No. That's not good. At the time of the accident, a law for health and safety was being drawn up, but had yet to pass into law. (laughs) A
1: a law for common sense was not in effect. Oh,
0: (laughs) Oh, listen to this. Most of the laws that dealt with safety in factories were drawn up in the early 1900s and were completely out of date. uh, This meant that the employees didn't didn't know who they should pass on any safety concerns to. There's no way of knowing if the flexing of the pipe would have been reported. It's like, it's like, you,
1: chap? <laughs> no, not me, chap. No, you?
0: Eh, well, no, it's not me. It's not no. you. I guess it's no. me, buddy. It's
1: not, uh, no. Who?
0: <laughs> chap? <laughs> I love that in our minds, everyone calls everybody chap.
1: Well, yes. In, in England.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chap.
1: These, these are our minds. <laughs>
0: these are our minds. <laughs> Dangerous places to be.
1: Yeah. But I'm sure... Tr- but I'm... I- I can't imagine, like, having, like, a, a protocol where you're, like, if didn't something, know who to report If to. something's not safe, who do I go to? Like, like
0: I'm not... That's like, it, like uh, uh, is there an org chart, anybody? No, <laughs> yeah, apparently not. I guess not. Oh, even better. A disaster plan for the plant didn't exist.
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah.
0: There are reports of people voicing their concerns about the bypass pipe. But there is no sign that anyone took them very seriously. The one that was
1: crumbling under the structure that they needed they to, to hold it up in the first place. the scaffolding. Place, and then that was crumbling, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's just it's just a mere quick chap. It's just... No, it's just falling. <laughs> Your accent.
0: <laughs> At that time, a person in the factory that was in charge of industrial safety would have been part of lower management and would not have reported to anyone important enough to make changes <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it kind guess. of didn't matter, apparently. So that's the
1: last thing you want.
0: Oh, the plant was started up, <laughs> right? <laughs> Accountability <I> mean, what? <laughs> huh? The plant was started up after the repair and, at first... Everything seemed fine, at first being the key term, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Production began, again, on April Fool's Day, the 1st of April. No one was designated to keep an eye on the temporary oh, pipe. It had taken only five days to design and build the bypass pipe. <laughs> and by, quote, design, that's the chalk drawing on the floor.
1: Yeah.
0: The company was losing money every day, that the plant was not running.
1: Which, which is why they needed the they're, they're like, wait, we... we ha- Under any circumstance, even at everybody's safety, we have to keep this thing going.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Which is, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
0: The 1st of June, 1974. This thing made it two months. Was a Saturday. 78 people were working the day shift. The previous shift had noted that there had been a high-pressure event Mm. that needed venting. There were several attempts to restart production, but each time, a new leak was detected and needed to be fixed. I wonder why.
1: Well, I mean, that, Ugh. I mean, and I, I can also attest to that. When, when you'd have pressure in the wrong spot, mm-hmm. an alarm would go off. Mm-hmm. But we're working with computerized shit. so right. you
0: could tell right away where it was, and yeah. It would
1: tell you where it was, mm-hmm. you'd close off this valve, and then you redirect it to this valve, and that's, there were valves that were specific, specific to handle that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so... But in this time, that, doesn't that sound probably, like it. <laughs> the computerized version certainly doesn't exist. Right. The a
0: mechanical maybe version. Maybe,
1: but. Well, they did. Yeah.
0: They, they somebody noted that yeah. there had been a high pressure event. At 9 a.m., the workers started to warm everything up so they could begin production. Restarting the plant took time to get...
1: Oh my God. To get, oh my I feel God. Like, <laughs> I feel like every time I open my mouth, I have to yawn, and that's bad when I'm reading a script. It is not you, Steven. It is not, you, it
0: is not at is all. Not you. Oh my goodness, no. And I even slept well last night. I think it's like the fact that, according she, to my it, Apple Watch, I've gotten six and a half hours sleep average. It's because
1: Rachel knows that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, and that she'll have to do. <laughs>
0: The Challenger, the, the challenger research.
1: research. And get a new car. Yes, that too. <sighs> I would say get the new car before we do the Challenger
0: Research.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most people know what happened. <laughs>
0: uh, restarting the plant took time to get the heat and pressure right. Production was also being affected because of a coal miner's strike. The plant was limited to getting electricity for just three days a week. Hence, uh, that, would, that explains the three-day work mm-hmm. week. To save power, the agitators in the reactors were turned off.
1: That's not. I mean, that's.
0: What does that? I, I'm not sure I understand. That. The
1: reactors I don't fully understand, but I understand the agitators. That's basically it keeps every it keeps the air keeps everything kind of flowing. Which oh, is okay. Which even when you're doing a shutdown, uh huh. Those are still going, but you're you're turning them off like one at a time. Not you're just not, like shutting not, it all like, down. Like, no. I gotcha. So it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's, I'm guessing it held the same purpose kind as, of similar, as what I, yeah. that would be my guess. It would guess. make sense. Yeah, it's not, I can tell you this, uh-huh. it's not something you just want to shut off.
0: All at once, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Between 11.30 and 12, the shift superintendent was out of the building. The process control technician noticed that the pressure in the system was too high. He tried to correct it by lowering the heat. This didn't work. So he sent someone out to manually open the relief valves. This lowered the pressure, but nobody thought to wonder why the pressure was higher than expected. Venting the nitrogen wasn't ideal because the gas was in short supply, so venting was seen as a last resort. There was a tendency to run the plant at a higher pressure when nitrogen was being used rather than losing gas. Okay, so they were like basically trying to preserve the nitrogen. Mm -hmm just before 5 p.m. Well, I mean that
1: that is what they're producing so yeah or they're, I'm I'm no. sorry no no that that's what that but that's
0: it's used for production yes. yes
1: it's their main source of to make the production ha- happen to, to
0: initiate like, the process yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. just before 5 p.m. The 18 occupants of the works laboratory noticed a huge white cloud of hot cyclohexane in the area of the missing number five tank. Huh, I wonder why. They ran from the building. Good. Yes. They were just like, uh uh-uh, uh, no Out. doubt. I'm gone. Very good. Right call. About 30 seconds later, as they were making their way to safety, the cloud ignited, causing a massive explosion while some were injured. Most survived. Some were killed in the blast. Jeez, the number of yeah. people working in the plant control room was around 18. The building was not reinforced to survive an explosion, and all of them were killed in the explosion. 18 all 18 mm-hmm. Jeez. Estimates of the force of the blast are thought to be around 15 tons of TNT. Oof. Oh, The company had a reputation for not being good at record-keeping. Oh, <laughs> jeez. The com- this company sucks and due to the damage so, well co- i mean
1: well here's what that here's what that comes down to mm-hmm. is who was on that shift mm-hmm. that's where their record keeping is probably going to come in well play.
0: if they even kept track of that let's let's yeah. hear it Jeez. uh due to the damage caused there are conflicting reports on the location of the people who died at the time of the accident sure 28 bodies were found in the wreckage Thirty-eight people were seriously injured, and luckily, no one outside of the factory's fences was badly hurt. Badly hurt—that means some people were were hurt. Yeah,
1: just not badly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it's just a, whatever
1: that means in that context. Well, it's 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 funny because <laughs> yeah.
0: we—how many times are we like? This many people injured, whatever. But we don't really think of the injured. We're thinking of like the casualties. Like he lived. Yeah, whatever. He's fine. It was good. <laughs> he, for all we know, that person I'm, was missing limbs. I'm sure
1: it was easy. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, no I'm trauma. Sure. No. no issues. No. Life was easy after that for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, but. Ugh.
0: The chemical plant was pretty much leveled in the accident.
1: Fucking sure it was.
0: And the shockwave from the explosion smashed windows and lifted roofs off houses in nearby Flicksboro Village. Yeah,
1: that's not surprising. Another 50
0: people were injured outside the factory due to flying debris. Plus yeah. if if you were getting like the after or the um uh shock wave, yeah. that could crash your well, own we, window, you know. We saw
1: this happen uh what has it been probably ten years from now? The asteroid that yeah. hit mm-hmm. uh, Russia.
0: The shockwave
1: is what injured everybody. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Blew thing out like windows. everybody mm-hmm. saw it mm-hmm. and then it disappeared. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. And then two minutes later, like yeah. freaking mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it didn't kill anybody, I don't think. It injured a lot of people. Wow,
0: I don't recall. I don't. I don't think it did. But
1: but if anybody was standing near a window, Uh, they were
0: they're in danger. Yeah, they got Mm -hmm. cut for sure. Cars were tossed about like discarded toys. The blast was heard 60 kilometers, just under 40 miles away, in the town of Grimsby. Large parts of the pipework used in the factory were found six kilometers or nearly four miles Jesus away. Jesus fucking Christ. That My God. flung <laughs> Holy fucking miles. Christ. That's wild. That, yeah, that's ridiculous. I, can, I can't even imagine mm-mm, that. Mm-mm. I, I
1: cannot. That that would be like where I work now and like something exploding and it lands like in our backyard.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <can't>. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> a little farther than four a
1: little bit but still i'm trying to like but still yeah yeah.
0: no just imagine something that's about four miles away from (laughs) you and imagine
1: and all of a sudden through an event it winds up in my backyard
0: right that's that's like like the bob's big boy
1: or something like the statue like winds up
0: oh what's that from
1: (laughs) no it was the bob's big boy was like a food chain i don't think it exists anymore though
0: why do i know the name
1: because it was like a trucker stop kind of thing.
0: Oh, why would I know that? I,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that's like... <laughs> sticky in.
0: Sticky Anyway. <laughs> this disaster would have been a lot worse if it had happened during the week. Like yeah. a lot of companies back in the 70s, the company offices were located in an office block on the same site. Yep. Faxes did not become standard office equipment until the 80s. Computers were still primitive, and this meant... That companies had far more office staff than are needed today. That's true. Oh, yeah. way more. That, huh? Wow. I but didn't that's even true. Think like, that. a, yeah.
1: like the place I'm talking about, our office staff was in a building that was on site. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty typical. But I think, they, for plants. We're not
1: there on the weekend. Yeah. We weren't there at night.
0: Exactly. So that's yeah. what that's what Stephen is saying. It would yeah. have been worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of paperwork would have been done by hand, and when the office workers and the other staff came in, there would have been around 500 people on the site. And the site was leveled so it could have been hundreds of people who died instead of you know 18.
1: and injured like pretty much any like if you were on site you would have been injured in some sort in some sense
0: yeah the people oh wait
1: the people in the control room 28
0: bodies were found so it's 28 people yeah man uh emergency services only had a short distance to travel and were soon on the scene there was little they could do to help, and it took ten days to put the fire out, you know, mm-hmm. The fire caused clouds of thick black smoke and near how
1: hot it was. Yep,
0: nearby houses had to be evacuated. Yeah. It is thought that the probable cause of the accident, aside from everything we <laughs> aside, just from, talked about, aside from
1: all the other things.
0: Everything. Uh, was metal fatigue in the bypass pipe. All attempts to replicate the failure were inconclusive, but it makes sense considering the location of the leak. And the leak was was witnessed by those mm-hmm. plant workers, mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs>
1: they, they just didn't know who to tell.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, fortunately, they made the right call and just ran. <laughs> and they the were fuck just out like, there. Oh, we're
1: just gonna leave." Oh my still. god!
0: Because the factory was almost totally destroyed, and the people in the control room were all killed. There was no way to tell exactly what happened. The reason that this is the most likely scenario is because the 20-inch pipe was found on the ground below where it had been. The pipe had been bent into an S shape. Both bellows had been ripped off and had been torn into little pieces. The valves controlling the pressure were found in the closed position. Yeah, that seems pretty easily conclusive. The manufacturer of the bellows uh, used on temporary repair had never designed his product to cope with the way it was being used, but no one involved in them in making the pipe ever thought to check in his specifications. Every time the bypass system was pressurized and unpressurized, the the pipe would have been stressed. while most people blame the bellows, some say it was the welds in the dog dogleg sections of the pipe, and a few say it was a completely different pipe that failed, and the repair had nothing to do with the accident at all. Uh, that seems like the less it that seems like the less Occam's razor sort of. Uh, it
1: seems like the it seems like this is kind of the excuse we might be able to pass off a little bit, like. I mean, it know, is certainly
0: possible that it was it something is, coincidental, but, but but it's not likely. It's like what is the easiest. Yeah. Or the most simple answer to yeah, this. Just like you said, Occam's Razor. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
1: Um, there was a problem with pressure. It was an ongoing systemic problem, along with other problems. And all those problems converged one night. Yeah, basically. And, like, fucking melted down a fucking...
0: Entire plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I, Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, the only people who might have known exactly what happened were killed in the explosion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This accident was considered the largest peacetime explosion in England at the time. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Over 6,000 public liability insurance claims were made due to this accident. The total cost of this accident is estimated to be around 100 million U.S. dollars.
1: Then or today?
0: I don't know. Stephen does not specify. Oh, okay. 500 people would have become instantly unemployed. Anyone who has lived in a small town with just one big employer knows how devastating that factory closing down is uh, Well, I be. lived
1: in a small mm-hmm. town with three big employers.
0: Mm-hmm. And they did all eventually and, close down, well, right? Well, two
1: of them did. And I know what that looks like. It doesn't yeah. look good. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. You, you saw what that looks
0: like. You yes, saw, I saw them God. all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's not fun.
0: Yeah. The people in Flicksboro were told that it was a, quote, one-off situation, end quote, <sighs> And it could never happen again, and the chemical plant well, was rebuilt.
1: Well, true, because, Te-
0: because, the one, because
1: the one that they had got, like, vaporized. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> technically, that's yes, that's correct. That will never happen again. So we're going to build another one, yeah, so yeah. something else can happen. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, so they rebuilt it. A different process was used in production. The local population must have had mixed feelings about the factory being rebuilt on the same site.
1: And that's the, uh, well, I mean, that's the... Yes, it could be dangerous. But yes, these are high-paying jobs. Yeah. That's where you're that's where you're at.
0: But then imagine like clearly the people who died, like their families are probably still nearby. So wouldn't it suck to drive by the new plant, you know, knowing well, what happened I mean, to the old one?
1: Well, I mean, talk about putting things in context, talk talk about rationalizing and justifying like yeah. certain decisions, but Yeah. That's why not everything is black and
0: white. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh boy. Um, Nipro closed down the plant soon after, as it still couldn't make a profit. That would be another reason not to rebuild the <sighs> damn plant.
1: Well, and and kind of thankfully, and and probably because part of the reason was they couldn't quite get this process down.
0: It sounds like they had no and, way. And and the people it.
1: that they had before that were getting closer to it, and they're all like a lot of them are dead.
0: Yeah, that's true. They're a lot of their. I mean, you've main got workers, you've got to think yeah. they were
1: losing like key people in mm-hmm. that. Too, mm-hmm. so yeah, for sure. I, I. I know, but uh, but the, all the shit like like I know what a control room looks like,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: Like I know where like all,
0: you've like, got a good visual of this. Yes, stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's
1: a room not much bigger than this, mm-hmm. but everything is monitored, and so yeah. you can look at everything. But they didn't have that kind of shit back no. like then. They were sending guys in and out, doing like reports, which you had to do on your own.
0: Yeah, paper yeah. logs on the um yep. Yep, and on all that, that. stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and then they're all just fucking, like, gone. Yeah. That's got to be tough.
0: Yes. So, the site is now an industrial park. This, uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This accident happened almost 50 years ago, and it is important to remember that times were quite different then. Today, someone would just pick up their cell phone and Google the specifications on a part they were replacing to check if it could do the job. In the, in the 70s, they couldn't even get the details faxed to them. If they wanted information quickly, they would have had to ring someone, and that person would have looked in a manual to see if the product was suitable for the job. That meant ringing the supplier, dealing with the receptionist, and hoping she put you through to the right person. And,
1: and this could be 3 o'clock in the morning when you're doing this, and there might not be even somebody to right. call. Like, it's just... If it's, the manufacturer
0: yeah. was was not local, finding their contact details might not be straightforward. Remember, like, 411? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Directory assistance. Yeah. Uh, uh, with no faxes a specification sheet would have had to be mailed out if one was required that assumes that they have more than one copy as photocopiers were not standard in a lot of offices and copying was often outsourced most businesses today have a health and safety committee that looks into both accidents and near misses this was not the case in the 70s accidents might have been Mm -hmm. reported but near misses would not have been seen as something to tell others about Leaks in the plant were obviously quite common and, while annoying, were not assessed as being a high risk. I also have to wonder if the financial problems of the company played a large part in the accident. Yes, pretty sure. I have a friend that is running a business that has been hit hard by COVID and a change in technology. She has had to put her staff on a four-day week to keep the company running. She is well aware that her staff rely on her to live comfortably and the stress to keep working is high. Her staff know that the company is struggling and their jobs are dependent on their ability to cut corners. She has a staff of five working a four-day week. NIPRO had 500 people working three days a week. Mm-hmm. The temptation to make the repair as cheap as possible would have been extreme. Yeah, that's 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 a good point. That's a good point. For sure. The Court of Inquiry rules that none of the people who died in the control room uh, did anything wrong and there was no way to know for certain exactly what caused the accident. Yeah, there is there is no way. In 1974, a new Health and Safety Act was passed in the UK and it made risk assessments mandatory. And that, my friends, was the story well told yeah. by Stephen of yes. the chemical Plant Explosion. Yes, thank you very much again, Stephen. I'd never heard of that. <laughs> never heard of that one. That's... Yeah.
1: well I mean we I mean, we're we're not from the uk so we never yeah really the, would have. yeah
0: and it's in a small, very small town like 300 people yeah. in fact more people worked at the plant than lived in the than town lived in the, yeah mm-hmm.
1: so yeah it was in a rural setting and it was just like where people went and it was like this is what we do and
0: or if not rural at least like tiny town sort yeah. of yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah I, I get the sense that it was kind of out in nowhere a little bit.
0: I wonder. Can uh, quickly yeah, we can Google see. Map Flixborough. Yes, we can. Flixborough, but, because we don't. Uh, or live if in there is, uh,
1: or if there are pictures of it.
0: Flixborough, Scunthorpe, UK. Oh, it is. Where is it? Let's see. I, I okay. See the red dot. There's Manchester, Leeds, and Sheffield, and then. Not
1: too far from there. Yeah.
0: It's straight in here by the river. Oh, okay. What river is this? The not River the, Trent I was
1: gonna say it's not the Thames.
0: No, <laughs> it's not the Thames.
1: Not the Thames.
0: But it is tiny. Yeah. Oh, I see Scunthorpe there. Yeah, so it's but off it's, in oh, it is very tiny. Yeah. It's like a little bitty
1: It's off in the middle of nowhere because kind of, yeah. Well probably also because of what they're doing. They're producing like chemicals and shit. So you yeah. don't you don't want to have that in like a you know well, even though where I work, the area I work in, that's what people are doing. That's what every company is doing all over the place. Yeah. Producing all sorts of shit.
0: But it is definitely not in the middle of nowhere. It
1: is not. Even though and it, it is, is
0: kind of away from all the city centers. It is.
1: On purpose. Yeah. But, but it is also highly fucking regulated. Oh, yes. Thankfully. Yes. Like, whenever you hear somebody, our, our uh, American friends, mm-hmm. I'm speaking directly to you. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear somebody, and you probably know this by now, if you listen to us enough,
0: we've said it many times, but it's worth repeating. Yes.
1: Whenever you hear somebody like, we need to get rid of regulations. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to ask, like, what does that mean? Yep. What do you mean? Yep. We have to get rid of like, so a chemical truck can just drive through downtown. Right. hmm What happens if it explodes? Oh, we already know because we did an episode on that, and that's uh-huh. and that's why. Certain trucks carrying certain loads can only go a certain route mm-hmm. away from the population in case they all of a sudden fucking explode
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep
1: so yep.
0: like you said what was uh, your thing like replace the word regulation with safety Public safety. Public, yeah, safety public safety yep. standards
1: mm-hmm. yeah but mm-hmm. regulation sounds it's like oh we're That's against a bad yeah. word yeah mm-hmm. but we're against public safety standards like yeah. it, do- it doesn't uh-huh. it doesn't have the same yeah. ring to That's it now, right. does it. That's right. Because some, like any, most decent people would be like, "Wait, what do you mean? Why?"
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and
1: down with those public safety measures! You should be able to go around and <laughs> electrocute yourself, right?
0: right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: people are gonna be like, uh, there, there'll be one person be like, "Yeah, yeah, right. yeah." It's like I'm digging it.
0: Yeah, but. Another job well done, Stephen. Thank you. Yes,
1: thank you very much. That and was a good one. Yeah, it was. We're done. Are we? I think so. No, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: so, well, this is my turn now, isn't yes. it? Yes. So that was the Nipro Chemical Plant Explosion. This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week.